0: welcome to the ask philip podcast today philip talks about what is resentment and how might it affect your money strategies for overcoming resentment and non-offensive confrontation techniques
1: Here's Philip. This is another emotional intelligence EQ series episode, and we are going to talk about resentment and how that affects your money. So let's first talk about what it is. Right? What is resentment? It's a feeling of being uh, treated unfairly. Right? You might get angry or disappointed. Let me give you like some real examples. Right? So you, you you might have a business partner that you're in business with, and you feel they aren't pulling their weight but you both are sharing equally in the profits or uh, you might feel when you did business with a bit with when you bought something from a store or a business or a service provider that you um, got less value than what you paid for right or it can be a spouse right you can feel like y'all should be some y'all should be where you have in your head financially or you should be at a point financially where you want it to be in your head but you feel like your spouse is spending habits or financial habits are blocking y'all from getting there so you know resentment can come in lots of different ways especially when it comes to you know when it comes to your money right and 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 everything too but we're talking about money here's how it affects uh your wealth right because when you're resentful you get into a fight or flight mode right and that is not the best place to make the decisions let me let me give you like a specific example of how it plays out so let's say let's use a spouse example right so you're you feel like your spouse isn't allowing y'all to be where you want to be where you think y'all should be financially what you first want to do write out specific examples how of things that your spouse uh is doing to hold y'all back and, and be as objective as possible it's not going to be um, it's not going to be suit you know you, you, we can never be 100 percent objective but try to put yourself in their point of view. Think about why they do the actions they do and your point of view, but like, but think about the specific examples and think accurately. Don't think like, you know, what was me? Like try to, try to be objective. And a lot of times when you do that, you'll find that your perception of what, you know, what happens, what, what happened is wrong. Let me give you, let me give you like a real life example for me, you know, it, 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 and, and I like, I have a practice of journaling, right. And I do it because I, Nine times out of 10, uh, the resentment that I have is just me interpreting the situation wrong. So I was mad, you know, mad at my wife or something. And uh, so I woke up, went and wrote out objectively, like the whole situation. And then, and then I just realized, oh, wait, I was wanting this. And she actually was trying to do that. I just what, you know, it, it was just perception. She was perceiving she was doing it. I was perceiving uh, she wasn't. And so it was more of a perception thing and the resentment like just went away. Now there are times where uh, the person uh, actually did, you know, your your spouse in this example, right? They, they really are holding you back because they have bad spending habits. So now you have to have a courageous conversation, but here's the deal, right? One of my favorite books that I'd like to, I was rereading it the other day. It's called how to win friends and influence people. Because, and what what I learned in that book is, if you create like people, we don't do well with criticism, right? We we don't like nobody does, and so you have to be careful to not attack the person, right, and attack the problem. And so, what I found to be helpful, and, and I give you an example, and in this example is you uh, approach like a problem. So you may say something to the effect of. Um, hey, and you want to do it at, at the right time. So like if, if, if you got chaos or like, you know, spouses watching their favorite show or kids around, but you might want to just like, you know, say, hey, I want to go to breakfast and just, you know, talk about life, our goals, what we want to do, right? Get yeah, you know, I, I, I know there's some things that you want. There's some things that I want. So I just want to really get on track with talking about them. And nobody's going to disagree with that. I don't care how bad they are with money because like they they, they want some things. And so, and so then you, have the, have the breakfast or lunch or whatever. And you just, y'all, y'all are talking and then you say, Hey, you know, ask them, Hey, what, what what are some things that you want to accomplish, you know, buy, own, do in the next, you know, 12 months and five years, you know, for our family and listen to what they want, right? Really listen, write it down and then share what are some things that, that you want. And if, if you possess the knowledge to put together a plan to help y'all get there, just say hey let's let's together create a plan on how we get there and then you move through the steps to figure out what's going to be required to get there which is going to require you know both of you to be on a disciplined plan but what you've done is you've given them help them communicate their goal right and and every when we when we when we want something anybody can be disciplined right the most undisciplined person becomes disciplined when, when they're aimed towards a goal. And so you've done that. Now, if you if you don't know how to build a plan, that's when you want to get it. And, and i and even if you do, like I, this, is, this is why my business is, uh, this is why I do what I do, right? Having an objective third party, who's an expert at finances and helping people build plans is a good route. So you make sense of the effect of, hey, cool. I think in order for us to reach this goal, we're going to need to hire a wealth manager um, or a good CPA or whatever, whatever you need for your team to help us or both, right. To help us reach this goal. What, what you know, what, what, what do you think? Right. Um, I think we can do it ourselves or you think, but include them in a conversation so that it's both buy-in, not, not just you doing it. And by doing that, you'll increase your output. because what you're going to find is a lot of times when y'all are not on the same page financially, it's, it's because like nobody's, Taking a lead and talking. You know, I haven't talked about share goals. You don't have a plan. So, if you don't have a plan, people are going to spend uh, for today because tomorrow, like, there's no clear tomorrow. Like, what, like, why am I not? They, they, they might be thinking, why am I, why am I staying in budget? Right. I mean, you only live once, you know, but if it's, oh, right. If I just, if I give up, you know, if, if we give up 10, 20% of our income, like I still buy stuff, but I just can't buy as much. And we put it over here. It'll put us that much closer to reaching where, where we want to be five years from now. Like we can have a better life five years from now or ten years from now, right? And th- and that's the key part. The reason why I said twelve months to five years. If you talk about goals twenty years out, nobody's motivated for that, right? You need to have short to immediate term goals. In this specific example, um, to make this work. And and so then once you do that, right? Then just forgive them. Don't bring up any trash transgressions, right? Again, you can address stuff as it comes in the future, right? By bringing them back to the plan, re-talking about the goals, having accountability from that third party person I was telling you about, which is, which is why it's going to be important because you're going to mess up too along the way, right? We're all human and having third party accountability takes away from either one of you two being a bad guys when you step off, uh, step off the course of the plan, but don't bring up the past transgressions, right? Once it's done, it's done. And that's a, that's a great way to do a re, um, resentment. you get it. you, you write it out, which I call which is, I call sucking out the poison right so that you can think clearly and might not, not make decisions out of resentment. like you know, I, I've made decisions out of resentment and it's just not a good idea. It never it never works out well. So hope this helps forward this to a friend you think might need to hear it. forward it to a spouse or a business partner. And enjoy the rest of your day.
0: If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to stonehillwealthmanagement.com dot com forward slash talk. that's stonehillwealthmanagement.com dot com